Hey, welcome for joining me on the On Call Empath Show. I'm Raj Mantaj. I created this podcast for all the empaths and highly sensitive people out there that want to find a safe space where they can come to and know that they're not alone. Each week, you can expect an expert guest to share their knowledge and expertise. So come with me on my journey and let's grow together. And remember, you're never alone. You're listening to the On Call Empath Show. Welcome to another episode of the On Call Empath. I'm your host, Raj Mantaj. You know, today is a very special day. I've been waiting for this uh, guest to be on my show because this resonates with me so much, so personally, deep down. Uh, I don't know if you guys know, I've had chronic back pain for years. Uh, At one point, I couldn't even walk or get out of bed. Um, And over the years, I just got so frustrated with the medical system, getting uh, the runaround from doctor to doctor, getting pain pills, taking procedures, only to find myself being back in pain again. And then worse, the the pain got worse and it started moving all over my body. I wasn't happy with the answers that I'm just going to be in pain. In fact, I had a doctor last week tell me that, uh, you know, I'm too young to have pain. Yeah, that's right. I mean, these are things that the medical community is just wants to put a Band-Aid over, or they just want to sweep underneath the rug. Well, I'm here to tell you that there is a solution. My next guest is going to actually explain exactly how she got over chronic fatigue syndrome and a host of other chronic problems that she had. Her name is Rebecca Tolan, a mind-body coach um, and a life coach. Rebecca, how are you doing today? Raj, I am so glad to be here. <laughs> We've been planning this for a while, and I'm so oh my gosh, yes. to our chat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and you have quite a story, and I'm ready to dig into it. And I mean, just when I was just kind of going over some of the stuff that you've been through in the past, like with your chronic fatigue, um, and you even went, to, I believe, backpacking to South America for six months to get away and how was that whole experience? And uh, if you don't mind us telling us. Yeah, well, you know, I had a really full, busy life as a TV news reporter. It was what I always wanted to do. And I was in San Francisco, but it was really stressful. And after a couple years there, I decided that I needed a break to decide um, kind of on my next journey. And so I went backpacking around South America with my partner at that time. and. Um, I think it really just opened me to how much we have in the States, you know, how much abundance, how many freedoms, and that many people um, in other countries, especially third world countries, don't have that. Yeah, and you pretty much knew at a young age you were going to be a broadcast journalist, correct? And mm-hmm. now you're you're everywhere, correct? Yeah, and you know, it's interesting because I wouldn't have left that career as a broadcast journalist. I was um, had reported for markets around the Western United States. It's a very exciting career. I did take that, that hiatus, but then I went back into public broadcasting to PBS, and I was covering nature and science, and I, I really did love it. Um, mm-hmm. But I had a really traumatic event that happened to me when I was traveling abroad. And after that point, I couldn't return to my career. Well, that leads me to kind of ask you, you know, like, I know a lot of people, especially in the United States, 
they go through chronic uh, pain, fatigue, and all kinds of uh, elements. And uh, as you know, our healthcare system is not the best. And, you know, we go to the doctors, we look for answers, but many of us come out empty-handed. I was one of them. Um, I still um, battle with chronic um, chronic back pain and, and some other elements, but I've been working on it. You know, I've been working with different doctors, uh, talking to people like you um, and trying to get to the bottom of it and uh, and just really see exactly what's going on, what's the missing link. So um, I just want to get started and just like ask you what led you to kind of do the work that you do, especially with mind body work, if you can kind of explain from the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. Well, after this traumatic event, I got back to the States and I was really sick with these viral symptoms. It felt basically like having the flu all the time, including having sudden insomnia and not being able to really leave my house because I was so weak. And so this was, as you can imagine, terrifying. And um, as soon as I could, I went to many doctors and I got the diagnosis of chronic fatigue syndrome. And um, that that fit the symptoms. But generally, the different treatments they offered were everything from antiviral IVs to supplements and diets and everything you can imagine. I went to energy workers. Um, and, and what I found is none of those things really helped <laughs> because they were all looking at me as if I was sick and broken. And what was really missing was someone to just stop and ask very um, caringly, what was happening when this all began? You went from being a, you know, a busy TV news reporter to being bed bound. What was going on in your life? Was, was there any stress? And so over mm-hmm. the years, I learned to really link the trauma and the mm-hmm. unresolved stress were causing the symptoms. And it was specifically through this breakthrough work I found that I know you've talked about on the show, Raj, and have worked with some yourself um, from mm-hmm. Dr. John Sarno. He called it tension yeah. neuro syndrome. A lot of people these days are calling it um, neurocircuit pain or stress-related symptoms, or mind-body syndrome, but it's basically the realization that the symptoms are 100% real, we feel them in our body, but they're being generated by the way our brain is processing stress and repressing emotion. Yes, very fascinating, and I've been looking into this very carefully. Uh, I believe I'm working with a uh, very well-known doctor, Dr. Schubner, who's opened my eyes to this and I don't know why it it's not catching on in the mainstream. I know Dr. Sorno did his work and um you know, a lot of people have uh you know came about after him and uh and now we're finding out more things with research that it is a real thing. I mean I was at the doctor the other day and uh I mean I went in and you know, I told him I had, you know, back pain. This is the first time I was seeing this doctor and uh he looked at me, he's like, You're 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 way too young at this age to even have that without any injuries. Like, what's going on with you? I mean, obviously that was triggering for me for him to say that because I was bedbound too for ten years, and I went through hell and back. I mean, physical therapy, chiropractic, shots, um, you name it. Uh, I've tried it, and I get to the I got to the point where I just wanted to give up and didn't want to move. 
you know, move on with my life. I just wanted to forget, you know, to live. And, um, it got to a point where I'm just like, there is no answers. I mean, I'm not going to turn to pain pills and, uh, cause that's definitely not the answer. Cause that's going to make things worse. And it just kind of, uh, makes it, it makes the symptoms go down, but it doesn't go to the root cause. So that leads me to ask you, you know, um, I mean, you had a dramatic healing journey. Um, can you talk about the different stages that uh, you go through in chronic fatigue syndrome for all, for all the audience? Absolutely. And, you know, and I'll just say, Raj, of course, I'm not a medical doctor or a, a licensed health practitioner, so people really do need see somebody who is. And I'll also say that you're so lucky to find Howard Schubiner. He's actually been a big part of my healing, and I really recommend his book, Unlearn Your Pain. I went to about 50 doctors and practitioners before I found that work, um, because as you say, it's, it's not yet in the mainstream. Um, so I think in terms of the different stages, I really went from just being terrified initially because to have such severe symptoms, I felt very, very helpless. And I eventually had to leave my career as a broadcast journalist. And I, and I was just on this quest to do anything I could desperately to get my old life back, to get rid of the symptoms and get my old life back. And I went to doctor after doctor and, you know, just desperately trying to get well again. But what I finally realized after many years, actually that lasted, um, that stage of it lasted, I don't know, six, seven, eight years, is that um, healing does not come from this state of desperation or disempowerment, which was largely how I felt with these doctors I was going to that was just telling me what to do with my body, but not really asking what was happening with my mind and emotions. And so um, after just being exasperated by the roller coaster of basically failed treatments over about a decade at this point, I had begun um, meditating and practicing yoga. I had already been a yogi previously, but I began meditating every day and um, just really then started doing simple things that brought relief. I eventually let go of striving to get well, certainly from seeing doctors because it didn't, wasn't happening that way, and just looked for things that would bring a little bit of relief, a little bit of peace, calm my nervous system. And then I had this incredible experience where for about a year, I had still very intense symptoms. I mean, I was on disability. I couldn't work. I, I was lucky if I could just make it to the grocery store in a day. You know, that's about what I could do. Um, but I actually still, Raj, fell into this state of grace. It was just peace. I felt grateful to be alive. I was almost kind of, um, I accepted the symptoms. They were just sensations in my body I was feeling. They weren't going to rule my peace of mind anymore. And that phase lasted about over a year. And it's like I still had the symptoms, but they really weren't problems. And then that led way to an actual physical cure where I met a woman through an, an online writing class and creative writing and poetry was one of the ways I was just kind of finding to focus on things I enjoyed. And um, she told me about Dr. Sarno's and Dr. Schubner's work and TMS, and she had herself healed from chronic fatigue syndrome. And so she had my exact story almost. And I, I heard me in, in her story and she, she explained 
yes, the symptoms are real, but you're not sick. It's your yes. brain stuck in neuropathways of pain and fatigue and brain fog, and you can retrain them. You know, you can, you can get well. And I really had a light bulb moment, Raj, and um, I had a spontaneous recovery. I started running around the block when I realized the truth, um, and I had been in bed. From that point, though, I did spend about eight or nine months working with a mind-body coach and um, studying this work to really kind of stabilize it in my system and learn and practice these principles. And then I, I recovered from 13 years of really severe chronic fatigue syndrome. And it, it's the same work that you're doing. That's what's so amazing is um, no matter whether it's chronic back pain or chronic fatigue, if it's a stress-related symptom that's, um, and you've had your doctor rule out something more serious, it responds. It can respond to this work. One thing um, I did notice, um, which I'm finding out now, um, a lot of people that I come across, uh, especially that listen to this show and, and all the forums and, you know, the pain management um, forums on Facebook and stuff, it seems there's a common theme with all the people that are in pain that they had some sort of traumatic experience or stressor. And then it's kind of weird that all of a sudden they, this mysterious pain would come about and it would move around your body. Um, I mean, would you agree with that? Because it seems like, a, I mean, fibromyalgia and all these things are pretty much on the top of the list for people that have, to, you know, that end up knowing that they have TMS. It, it, would you agree that there there's something that tips it off? Uh, because why would a pain just come out of nowhere? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And by the way, I was also diagnosed with fibromyalgia, which is, is somewhat similar to chronic fatigue syndrome. Yeah. So, you know, in my case, it was it was trauma with a capital T. It was it was a sexual assault that really tipped it off. But in a lot of cases, it's just some stress. It could be stress at work, in a relationship, um, social isolation now. And what happens is when our system is in a state of stress with its flight, fight, or freeze response, it can manifest physically. So it may start even with an injury, but then if the injury doesn't heal after a few months, generally the brain has learned those, those neuropathways. It's sort of gotten stuck in this stress response. And what we need to do is realize what's happening and really treat it um, with the knowledge, Sarno called it knowledge therapy, but also by feeling our emotions and attending to ourselves a little bit differently. I think especially with trauma, in a case of myself, I did need and want to do some emotional work to, to process some of the emotions. And I did that somatically by feeling different sensations in the body and kind of allowing that energy to release. Not all of it. I don't think we have to hash out all our traumas or anything like that to get well. Not whatsoever. Um, but it can be powerful to start embracing our emotional self and realize that that can be a driving force in symptoms. And our brains and mind are so, like our body and minds are so resilient that I have I had an accident uh, maybe 25 years ago um, when I used to wrestle in high school. Um, I was like basically flipped on my head and uh, my mid-back was like, 
really like I thought I was like I broke something. I went to the doctor. Now I was in severe pain for about a week and then it you know, it kinda started going down with physical therapy and all that. Fast forward twenty five years later, that exact pain and I, I can almost remember exactly how that felt during that week where it came back to 25 years later. And that's what I was working with Dr. Schubner about. And he was explaining that the brain doesn't forget. It's going to attack the most vulnerable places, regardless if you had pain from 20, 30 years ago. I mean, what is your take on that? Isn't that crazy how the <laughs> that it sends signals to that spot out of everywhere. <laughs> it, it's just, it is amazing. And when you learn about the brain science and neuroscience, which now shows us that the brain is highly neuroplastic. I mean, everything we think, say, or do is creating or reinforcing a neural pathway. So when an emotional memory got stored in the amygdala, such as it did with your wrestling accident, that is still like a latent neuropathway for those symptoms, and it can get triggered when there's either a similar stress or just any stress later in life. It can trigger that place that is more vulnerable, that is sort of a, you know, a groove in the brain already. So we have to retrain it, as I'm sure you're doing with Dr. Schumer, with our conscious minds to really explain to our unconscious minds that this is not the same situation. We are safe and okay. It's, it's not the trauma there. We've healed from that. And, and you know, this education is so important because, as you know, when you go to most doctors aren't trained in this. And so some of the diagnoses actually inflame the trauma response more. Um, when you get these diagnoses and you're told you'll have to live with this back pain. I was told I'd have to live with fatigue. And actually that made my symptoms worse because it sort of activated the danger alarm signal in the brain. So we learned this knowledge um, and we were, were sort of our own physician. Now, again, this isn't a substitute for medical advice. It's something you can do um, alongside whatever right, medical right. Guidance that is so remarkable. I'm so glad you said that because I can resonate. I can see the person in front of me with the white coat and just saying, you know what, you just you just got to live with it. I mean, your life's not going to be the same. I got out of that office and my back just was on mm -hmm. fire. Like I couldn't even stand out. And I was just like, okay, this is it. And so that fear response started in my my body and then I started to get worse and the more I went to, you know, get, uh, you know, treatment from, you know, specialists for the injections and um, all the chiropractic work and acupuncture, it just kept getting worse and worse. Mm -hmm. and, um, mm -hmm. and all along, <laughs> if I had known what you're talking about, uh, I probably would have been able to talk myself out of it, whether it was through yoga, journaling, meditation which I'll get to in a, in a little bit to see how exactly how you deal with it. But before we move forward, can you just kind of, for all the newbies out there, because there's so many different, uh, so many different things people call this. Some call it mind-body syndrome. I had a lady on here named Rose who called it neural circuit pain. In your opinion, what, what do you, uh, what can you call it and how can you explain it to somebody who's like brand new to this. Right. We try to make it very simple and create 10 different names for it. <laughs> I wish there was a more sim simple name, but um, yeah, Rose and I were actually in a, 
a training recently with Dr. Howard Schubiner. And so Howard Schubiner was, was trained by Dr. Sarno. And Dr. Sarno brought this work forward and called it um, originally tension myositis syndrome, then tension myoneurosyndrome. So a lot of people call it PMS. Um, Dr. Schubiner often uses mind-body syndrome, and, and I like that just because it's descriptive. You sort of realize this is something to do with the mind-body. Um, some people do call it neuroplastic pain or neurocircuit pain. Um, but really, I also just like stress-related symptoms because if it is something acute, such as a tumor or an infection, that needs to be treated. And modern medicine, allopathic medicine, is excellent for that. Um, but if it's something chronic that your doctor has either not been able to diagnose or effectively treat, typically it falls into a mind-body symptom or a stress-related symptom where, um, again, what's really happening is that we've repressed emotions often um, from stressful events, and it's sort of manifesting physically. And so our brain is trying to warn us of some sort of danger. But the same part of the brain that perceives physical threats, such as running from a hyena, um, <laughs> perceives emotional threats, just as like an overbearing boss. And so when that part of the brain, the limbic system, gets activated, um, it can continue to create symptoms as a danger signal. It's trying to warn you of some danger. Now, unfortunately, when we're told by doctors, we are damaged or broken or hurt. That can scare our amygdala even more. <laughs> um, some of the physical treatments you mentioned, I mean, some can be helpful, but in many cases, it's just sort of reinforcing that we're sick and we're broken and we need all these other physical treatments. So it really is sort of understanding this knowledge. And um, in a lot of the work I do and the way I healed was learning to feel sensations in my body. So whether it's the pain or fatigue, um, through the lens of safety, really feeling it somatically and reprogramming my brain that it's safe to be present in my body. This is a safe place. And I'm picking up on the signals my brain is giving me and letting it know in return that I'm okay and I will continue to, to live my life. And so you, you have to sort of challenge your triggers and go out and, and live and do what you want instead of really babying yourself and, and treating yourself like you're broken. I agree. And, and I think some people just need to be heard. And um, just kind of going back to working with Dr. Schubner, I mean, just him listening to the fact that he was com like, just more compassionate from going to like all the other doctors where they're just kind of telling me, okay, this is what's wrong with you. Mm -hmm. I mean, his approach was he actually sat down and listened to what my fears were. And he said it was going to be okay. And I kid you not, that's mm -hmm. what I needed to hear from a professional um, maybe all these years. And I know it sounds crazy, yeah. but that's when I knew I was onto something and things started to calm down in my body. And, and I just needed that. And I never had that, I don't think, in my life. So I think that was like an yeah. aha moment for me. Um, so. Yes. That's remarkable, Raj. It really <laughs> is. Because yeah, it's so low-tech, but it's, it's truth. And, it, and I do feel the way Dr. Schubiner um, teaches and sees patients. I haven't been his patient because I don't live in Michigan, but I know you have. You know, is with love. It's with genuine caring and listening to your fears and just telling you it's going to be okay. I mean, that calms down the nervous system when you know that 
you're going to be okay. And you're told that by a doctor. Now, since not everyone can see Dr. Schubner, I mean, I did find just even talking to the woman who had healed through this work and then reading the books and practicing myself, and I, I did see a coach, um, that was enough for me to heal from some pretty extreme symptoms because the knowledge is it's true. You know, it's powerful. Even that Unlearn Your Pain book, I, I purchased that before I, um, you know, met with Dr. Schubner, but that in itself was just kind of reiterated everything, Sorno plus more. Um, and it just really opened my eyes to at least get me into thought met, thought process that, hey, maybe um, there is hope, you know, I'm, it's not a lost cause. And that's that's what kind of it was like a snowball effect. And it just kind of opened my eyes. So so as you know, there's like a big pandemic with chronic pain, uh, fatigue and anxiety in this country. And uh, our healthcare system is I mean, in my opinion, it's it's broke. I mean, we have great doctors, but. I would say majority of the health system is is a failed system. Um, let me ask you, who can benefit from your mind-body work if, let's say, somebody came to you for the first time? When people come to me, they have generally seen a litany of physicians who either have given them a diagnosis like fibromyalgia or chronic neck pain, but have not been able to help them. Or um, who say, we don't really have a diagnosis for your symptoms and, and we can't help you either. Um, and those people have usually tried the diets and the supplements and all these things that are generally not getting to the root of it. And so um, I work with people who have unresolved chronic symptoms, everything from um, irritable bowel syndrome and interstitial cystitis are mind-body symptoms to headaches to uh, chronic fatigue syndrome and chronic back pain. And as long as they've ruled out a, a more serious pathological diagnosis um, and they want to work with their thoughts and emotions and really become their own medicine, um, I love working with those people one-on-one and through classes because people can have such incredible shifts in how they feel in their body, but also how they feel in their life, you know, feeling more self-empowered also feeling more compassionate for themselves and learning to attend to themselves emotionally. It's just a, it's really a beautiful way to start thinking and living. And that's what I teach um, in my coaching as well as through classes. Very interesting. So with somebody listening right now, that's um, in the, you know, in this podcast episode, if they're, let's say that they're skeptical, they've tried everything. But they don't really buy a hundred percent of TMS, or you know, I if someone's like, "Hey, it's this is like hocus pocus stuff." What would you say to somebody who's like a skeptic, who's questioning that, you know, this isn't this isn't really real, and mm-hmm. um, what mm-hmm. could you tell them? Yeah, that's such a good question, Raj. I would say that I completely understand your skepticism because you may not have heard of this before from your physician and other people that you respect. And it's a new paradigm. It's an emerging paradigm. And it's like we once thought the world was flat and people argued for that, right? And so I think there's a lot of people that will still argue for all physical symptoms having a physical cause. But that's that's change will happen because this is really what's going on inside people. We now see 
MRI scans of people's brains, and we see it's their emotional centers that are acting differently than asymptomatic people. It's not that their physical body, that, that there's any tissue damage, such as with fibromyalgia or chronic fatigue syndrome. So I would say to, to know that um, this is something that's emerging, but you can truly be your own medicine. You know, you can heal and recover. And if you've tried everything else, why not give this a shot? You know, there's, there's such benefits that you'll receive in just really learning to know yourself better, learning to be your own best advocate. Um, and some of the work sometimes is doing some interpersonal work with looking at how much our self-criticism or self-pressure may be triggering our nervous system and therefore causing symptoms. So in some cases, it does take some um, exploration, but it's so gratifying. There's really nothing more gratifying. As someone who's on the other side of the hump from 13 years of chronic illness, there is nothing more joyful than healing. It's just like a, a reunion with your own life force. It's incredibly empowering, and I would say check it out, but really just go for whatever it is that lights you up. I think a lot of times when people are dealing with chronic symptoms, um, you know, we get so caught up in just getting our body better. And I think a key to healing is finding a reason for being. Find something you enjoy. Find something that draws you towards it. I'm thinking of Rumi's quote, let yourself be silently drawn to the strange pull of what you really love. Find what that is for you, and that can be a pathway to healing. Very well said, and, you know, I'm living proof. I mean, what do you have to lose? I mean, I've tried everything on this planet, and uh, <laughs> I mean, I was a skeptic, too. I won't lie. I, was, I didn't believe in this, um, but then, like you said, when your back is against the wall and you have nowhere else to go, and no one's, everyone's pointing the finger that you're going to be disabled for the rest of your life, can't get out of bed. Um, do you want to do some work and get better and see what happens, or do you want to continue getting treatments and spending thousands of dollars getting on medications that mask the pain and you just keep going in that yeah. cycle? And I said to myself, okay, well, what, I, what do I have to lose? Let me, let me, try, let me try this. And, uh, you know, I, I've tried it and I haven't looked back and, and I've had some great, you know, in a short amount of time, but that was my next question to ask you is what's the time expectancy? I know it's different for every individual. Um, some people say within the first six months, a year, is it all relative based on the trauma or the person? How do you, how do you, um, put how, what's your take on that? Yeah, and of course, that's one of the first questions. <laughs> I want to heal today, to know. not tomorrow. <laughs> Can you guarantee it? And how long is it going to take? And of course, that's normal that we want to get over our symptoms. Um, yeah, it's just so tricky with timing. It's different for everyone. But I will say, if you're called to do this work, so if you check out Schubner's work or Sarno's work or my work or whatever, um, already there's been a big shift. Because if you're already open to this mind-body approach, there's, there's been a big shift. So you're receptive. And that's huge. And some people will start having relief right away. I mean, generally, once you sort of get this knowledge, whether you read a book or listen to a podcast such as this, once you really understand this knowledge, I mean, I, oh, yeah. I had an instantaneous <laughs> shift that my symptoms went away. Um, and I was 
running around the block 10 times after being literally bed bound. But then I would say it took me about eight months to like really stabilize the gains where I was back to flying and before the pandemic, but traveling and doing the things I used to do. Um, but I would say I, I had a lot of trauma. Not everybody does. And with the clients I work with, I mean, people usually start seeing symptoms some some relief right away but it can it can be a little up and down um you know as you probably know raj there's this thing called the symptom imperative where the brain can then give us other symptoms if we're kind yes, of on to oh around. i see you're creating back your... pain yeah it's like oh, oh yes. okay well I'll give you a headache instead so it's like <laughs> realizing oh i know what's happening i'm not worried about this i'm going to keep living my life so pretty quickly uh, my clients generally start going back to doing some of the things that they were not doing because really a success of a treatment is moving on and living your life without fear even if symptoms come up and then the symptoms will diminish so really we want to embrace our life move back into our life and the symptoms will diminish generally in some months but you know it's really different for everyone right <laughs> i love that you you explained that and i can totally resonate with that cuz when i was having pain it would go to my shoulder and then migraine and then it, that's actually a good sign I heard that you're on your way to healing. And I didn't, I first I was freaking out. I'm like, what's going on? Where's my back pain? And why is it in my shoulder? And then it would go <laughs> to my, my, you know, get a migraine and it would just keep going in a, in a loop. And, and I know in Dr. Sorno's book, it, you know, he, he says that it is going to move around to catch your attention. And if you don't pay attention to one part, all the, you know, the brain and body mind will let you know, Hey, I'm still here. But you just got to tell it to shut up and go away. I know it sounds crazy, but um, the other um, thing I wanted to say is I threw away all the back braces and the little electrodes that I have and all this pain creams because that was also keeping my my head thinking that I'm sick. And yes. I would wear oh, that. Congratulations. Well, I, I didn't know about this until, you know, obviously working with Schubner and uh, reading Sarno's book is that when you have these st these things in front of you, your brain is seeing that you are injured. So yeah, at yeah. first I was your like, I don't watching. know. I, don't, yeah. I can't walk without this thing. Should I do it? But if you're 100% in your mind that you know this, this is TMS and nothing else, nothing structural, I took yeah. the chance and I threw it all away. And, you know, lo and behold, <sighs> things started happening and I started feeling so much better. I love it. Congratulations. That part takes a lot of courage to sort of let go of the crutches. And, yeah. You know, this is going to catch on, I feel like. I think in a few years, like, it's really going to catch on. And Dr. Sorno's legacy, you know, just uh, he was on to something very big, I think. Oh, absolutely. I really believe this is the next paradigm in medical care for stress-related symptoms. I really do, because we are coming to learn that they're created by the brain and the way it's processing stress and emotion, and it's calling us into a fuller experience of ourselves. I know a lot of your listeners are empaths, and I consider myself very sensitive also. And so really, as we embrace our gifts of emotions and intuition and creativity, um, that can also be a pathway to healing, to really seeing ourselves as this multifaceted individual who has thoughts, feelings, uh, as well as intuition yeah. uh, through our body. Well, Rebecca, um, before we take off here, I just want to 
ask you, just give you the final word here. If you could just quickly tell us like some of the key lessons and what you learned through this whole journey with mind body and your coaching for, for everyone to listen to. We have more power than we know, Raj. We are so innately resilient. There is creative intelligence in every cell of our body. Our bodies know how to heal, and they want to be um, in a balanced state of homeostasis. But our thoughts also really affect our body and our health and our immune system. This is why the placebo effect is so strong in double-blind studies. And we can harness our thoughts for our well-being. We can think thoughts that actually increase our immunity and our well-being and comfort in our body. And we really can um, become our own best advocate in some ways, our our own healer. Very well said. And uh, real quick, if you can also tell us where we can find you on social media or if you want to leave any information about your coaching. Yeah, so the best place is still through my website, which is RebeccaTolan.com. It's R-E-B-E-C-C-A-T-O-L. I am on social media under my name as well. And you can find out about a great class that we have coming up in this January 28th, as well as different um, coaching programs. Well, I will say this has been a true honor for me. I've had a lot of guests on my podcast. And, you know, just the moment I, I was communicating with you, there was, we had that, I had that aha moment that you've been through what I've been through. You've seen kind of what I've seen and it was, I just can't explain it. So I want to thank you for coming on this podcast and sharing such, such a, you know, all your wealth of knowledge. Thank you, Raj. It is such a delight to connect with you. Thank you so much. And you're always welcome back. So with that said, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, if you can uh, please rate me and share this uh, episode with anyone that you feel that might need it, I'd greatly be appreciative. Definitely, if you have any medical issues, please contact a doctor or a healthcare provider. If you have any health concerns, stay tuned for the next episode. And we are out. You're listening to the On Call Impact.